You, yes. you got to rest. I know. But yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. If you want to be the best. <laughs> You'll rest. The best don't rest. <laughs> don't mess with the best because the best don't rest. <laughs> <laughs> Dues to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we're back. We're back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Yes. What's going on, Alan? Uh, another week. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking that same thing. I, Maybe it was I the tone it. in our voices. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it's late. <laughs> As always. Yeah, but that's good. I, get, I, I still best feel good. never rest. That's right. We were talking about that earlier. The best <laughs> never rest. I don't know how we do it, but we do. Mm-hmm. We uh, have so many other things going on, but it doesn't matter because the podcast is essential <laughs> to our being. <laughs> the fiber. It better be being. the number one thing in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. <laughs> Behind family. Yeah. Kids. Friends. Friends. Family relationships. Yeah. But it's still very important. <laughs> it is. And if I, you want to know how important it is, go to dudes2dads.com. That's right. Right. Twitter, at dudes2dads. That's right. Podcast, at dudes2dads.com yeah. is our email. Please send us feedback. If you even have, if you have show ideas. Yeah. Or you want to hire one of us. <laughs> right. I do speaking now. I've been started to do that uh, on the topic of dads, fathering. Um, And then also you help people with their podcasts. Yeah, I do. That's really cool. Yeah, I can help you build whatever you're looking for. That's cool. Yeah. Audio, sound, all kinds of stuff. Sure. How do they reach you? Alan H. Bush is my Twitter handle. It's probably the easiest way to That's get That's your personal. Yeah. Well, you can always write to podcast at Dudes of Dads and just say, hey, I want to talk to that guy. That's true. The guy <laughs> with the cool voice. The guy with the voice. And the other guy. <laughs> we both have cool voices. What are you talking about? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I do know that you turn your mic up and change of course. the velocity just so. Oh, yeah. No, I, I have a pitch thing. I That's because you're the sound guy. <laughs> you're able to do that. It's not your real voice. Uh, yeah. It can't be. I sound like Minnie Mouse normally. Yeah. It can't be your real voice. It's just <laughs> so powerful. Um, So today's episode, uh, we're not doing the segments as we have done the last couple uh, using the seven C's as I've come up with, you know, just profound thing Mm -hmm. about fatherhood. Mm -hmm. This is another C Mm -hmm. and this C is called character. Character. Very, very important that fathers display character. In order to teach character. Yeah. So overall, I guess, leading by example. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the gist of what we're talking about. Right. Uh, But want to start out with a quote. And I don't even know who wrote it, but I saw it online. I liked it. (laughs) Okay. It says character, not beauty, high test scores or wealth account for life satisfaction. Mm. That's pretty, pretty powerful. Sure. And kind of goes along with what we're talking about of how important character is. So there, and there's kind of two elements of this that I want to talk about. One is our own character, meaning Mm -hmm. as a father, how we display character because children will lead or I should say children will follow. Yeah. Right. By example. Yeah. 
Um, the other is how to develop good character for your kids. Mm-hmm. And they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. So I was looking at this topic and because it's a really important one for me to, to understand, you know, I, I, as a father, we all want to develop kids with good character. Sure. And like, sure. what does that mean? Well, they're moral, they help other people, community, they're honest, they're, you know, all kinds of stuff that you, you may put on as values for character. Yeah. I think every dad wants that for their child, even if they may not display all those themselves. Of course. Yeah. Oftentimes better for your children. A lot of time that could be somebody who's even incarcerated could say, you know what? I don't want this for my kid. I want my kid to be better. Somebody who's doing crime, whatever, or somebody who's doing something wonderful. They want, like you said, sometimes they want their kid to be better than they were. Yeah, so there's a there's a book, um, Dr. Helen Leggett. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct. Mm-hmm. It was written in 1999, mm-hmm. but I came across this, and it was uh, Parents, Kids, and Character, 21 Strategies to Help Your Children Develop Good Character. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading these, and I love it. I uh, saw this, wanted to share this. This is a great list and a great topic because it really does hone in on how to develop good character for your kids Mm -hmm. and it also involves you Mm -hmm. okay so i want to go down this list uh props to miss leggett if i'm hopefully pronouncing it correctly um i think her book's available on amazon we'll put a link to it um i you know i haven't had a chance to speak with her i'd love to yeah i mean that would be pretty cool um but i saw this list and just really thought that it it resonated with what we're talking about Mm so i wanted to kind of go down the list we'll talk a little bit about each one And get some feedback. Mm -hmm. So the first one is model good character in the home, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, if you are expecting your children to have good character, you have to model that as well. Would you think that you had that in your home? Yes. Um, Because you have good character now. So that's why I'm. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I especially I learned a lot from the variety of different resources I had. But I think. I would say my grandparents especially were the ones good that examples. really good examples of what to be and how to be with the people in your life. And I think they, they I emulated a lot of what they gave me. At that okay. And they were at that age where I was learning a lot of that anyway, like between 6 and 12 right. is when you're kind of absorbing your personality. Yeah. And so they were very influential in that, thank goodness, because they, you know they, I think they kind of rescued me on some level at yeah. that time. And yeah. uh, and both of them are upstanding, wonderful people. And, and the character comes out no matter who you talk to that knows them. So say the same thing right yeah no that's cool that's cool so and these are really important that as a father we do these things and model the behavior Mm -hmm. um and so all of these are action items if you will to to help develop your child's character because i think that's what we all want so the second thing is be clear about your values Mm -hmm. so whatever your values are and i think we're talking about positive ones sure you want to make sure you're clear about them. You know, this is really important to me. This is why. And you want to share that with your child. So you got to be clear about them. Right. So I think that that's, you know, that's an important thing. Sure. Uh, third one, show respect for your spouse, your children and other family members. Yeah. Um, that one is really important. Absolutely. Not that all these are. I'm going to say no, no, but that's one of those that you can see it. Like it's very tangible and and palpable. (laughs) You can actually taste that when they're, when they're being disrespectful. Well, your children, especially let's, let's, let's give an example. If you have a son, there is no question that he watches how you treat your wife. Yes. 
I mean, just that's a that's a given. Yeah. He he sees. Are you nice? Are you loving? Are, you know, versus do you do you know, put her down? Mm-hmm. Do you are you sarcastic? Do you make her the brunt of your jokes? I mean, mm-hmm. what how are you doing it? That is most likely how he's going to treat yep. a woman later in life. Yeah, I would so, totally agree with that. And then same thing with how you're treating your kids. I mean, mm-hmm. they're looking at this and going, OK, well, how does dad treat me? I'm, this is the same way I'm going to treat my kids. I mean, some don't. Obviously, they break a pattern if you're bad. And, you know, the, when they grow up, they don't want to be like their. Right. But, you know, and, and I've seen this even with um, with people at work mm-hmm. where, you know, it's like there's a longstanding thing about like you're on an interview and you're at the lunch. You know, you watch how the person treats the staff, mm-hmm. you know, the wait staff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that says a lot it about does. how somebody is. And, and, and I, I have done that with friends too, you know, and I prefer obviously to be around friends who treat other people really well. Yeah. You know, and if, so, if I notice that just somebody's not friendly to other people, it's going to be a short relationship. I agree. You know, it's a, I, I, it's a very low up. tolerance for me. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Especially disrespectful. It's one thing to not be overly polite. Right. But it's another thing to be completely disrespectful. So showing respect, I mean, especially for your spouse, your child, and another family is really important. Yeah. Um, Model and number four, model and teach your children good manners. Mm -hmm. So which we do. Uh, That's in fact, I think I told you we have I said on a different episode. We have the family rules. Yeah. One of the family rules is say please and thank you. Yep. That's just. That's the rule. Say yeah. please and thank you. Um, that's kind of where it starts with yeah. manners, you know? Yeah. I mean, there, there's like cotillion class and those kinds yeah, of things. Right. Which fork to yeah. use with which thing. Yeah, well. But, well, my father says that, too. He's, he always emphasizes that manners will get you anywhere in life, son. Yeah. Like, it'll get you there. Because yeah. you, you know what you know what to do at certain social situations. Well, it's funny, too. When you have a child that has good manners, yeah. it's like they stand out. They it's do. so funny when a <laughs> person will point it out, especially when yeah. your children are really He's young. So polite. And they have like the little, like especially like a small voice, you know, yeah. like, thank you. Or, Thanks, ma'am. Yeah. I mean, people just love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they really love it. And so it, it is really important, I think, to teach the child good manners. Firm you know? handshake is the other one. Oh, that is good. That is good. <laughs> That's one of those things that I learned yeah, early totally. on and like, oh, look at that grip on that guy. Firm handshake. You, know? you give it a little firm manners. handshake, you know, not too squeezed, not crushing. That's so great. <laughs> That's a gem right there. Uh, number five, we've talked about this one. Have family meals together without the television as often as possible. Yeah, yeah. Huge one. Right. Very, very important. I was lucky to have that growing up. It's mm-hmm. a huge part of my life that having a meal together. Um, you know, some families, it is very difficult to do that. Right. Just with timing and activities. Uh, I might suggest do less activities. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or try to do activities that are on similar times so yeah. that you can have that time. But it's really, really important to have those meals together, not only to teach them character, but we've also said stay away from uh, substances. You know, right, there's yeah. other huge benefits of, of keeping the family uh, or having the family together at dinner time. Didn't we talk about statistics that re- oh, correlate huge. with that? Like, yeah. you know, drug usage and all I think it was one of the interviews we said that there was actually some yeah, our, correlation. Uh, addiction. Our addiction, addiction. interview. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Well, there's a correlation between addiction and people who, you know, who don't eat with their family. Absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it, it gives you, I mean, it's that sense of, you know, whether it's security and, and support yeah. around you to, you know, to do that. So that's, that's an important one. Yeah. Number seven Get actively involved in your children's school life, both at school and at home. So Mm. that's helping with homework, 
get involved with the school. I've had a, you know, an opportunity to, um, you know, once in a while to volunteer in the child's class. So cool. It's such a, it's just, it's just great to see them in that environment Mm -hmm. and to see, you know, one, how much the teachers have to do to, you know, herd cats. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they're in kindergarten. It's like, (laughs) wow, how do they do this? You know, props to all the teachers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially the ones that are, you know, the, I mean, I'm sure the older ones are not easy. No, but but little rats. Oh, oh, they're, I mean, you know, I have trouble with one or two. Yeah. You know, they've got 20 to 30. Yeah. It's a, it's crazy. Yeah. And so you, you do get an appreciation for teachers when you do go have, when you go to the school sure. and, you, and you look at that yeah. of, of what it is that they deal with. Um, but that's important just, you know, to get involved, know the kids, which I think was another one farther down, but knowing the kids that your child is around is, is a huge one, but oh, we'll yeah. talk about that. Um, number eight, don't provide your children access to alcohol or drugs. Um, <laughs> kind well, of given, well, not really. I mean, I, I, Oh, you I, mean like just not access it at all? Like not so much you give it, to well, them, that one just is, have it available. Well, like that one is, yeah. I mean, that one's maybe up for interpretation, but you know, don't providing your children access. So a lot of people will say, well, I'd rather my child drink, you know, when they get to a certain age, yeah, drink I've with, often drink heard yet. Yeah, I'd rather have them drink with yeah, me than drink outside. So I think, you know, you have to know your own child. And obviously abstinence is, you know, that's a great thing. Yeah. The reality of it, you have to evaluate, you know, for your family and and your situation. So then you have to kind of figure that one out, Sure, you know? Um, But, you know, according to this person, you know, Dr. (laughs) uh, Leggett, you're wanting to, you know, don't provide them access to that. You know, you don't need to be your child's smoking buddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? That it's makes just, sense. Yeah. Uh, if that's what you're into. Sure. Um, plan number nine, plan family service project or civic activities. Okay. So I think that's helping the community. Gotcha. So going so, out there, philanthropic. Almost. Yes. Yeah. Helping the community. And that's an, a really important one for teaching the children about the community. Sure. And then how they interact. So that's a good giving back. Yeah. It's a good pick for relationships too. And I think about that not so much the community, but how you are with each other in the house might be different than how you both react outside of the house. I remember my parents often saying that they wish they would have done more of that. Oh, really? Yeah. More because we did. I mean, we did so many things as a family we had a really tight family and we did this. And that. But I remember my parents and especially my mom saying like, you know what? We really I wish as a parent I would have done this. And this that was the one thing was more community service or things. Cause I, I don't recall as, you know, being involved in too much of that. Right. And you know, some people do it through their religious organization. Yeah. Other people do it through school or community, whatever. But you know, we just had so many things going on activities and stuff. I don't think we took as much step back. And, and I, you know, and I think that was a, not a good thing. Mm. I mean, at the time, it's not that it didn't turn out. Okay. We sure, do plenty sure. of things now for the community. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's important to try to instill that with the kids. Right, know, right. The idea of giving back or the idea of helping others, um, you know, that's an important one. Yeah. Okay, so number 10, read to your children and keep good literature in the home. Yeah. Great one. That's a great one. You know, and good literature could mean just positive material. Yes. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, not yeah. just comic books, but sometimes <laughs> comic books are okay. Well, comic books are fine. Yeah. As long as they're nonviolent <laughs> <laughs> which are none <laughs> oh okay um so number 11 limit your children's spending money okay i think that's teaching them the value of the dollar yeah 
that they don't get everything that they want. Right. Uh, you know, some child, some children grow up with that. And yeah. that could be difficult later in life when their expectations are that, hey, it's just whatever it is. Yeah, I'll just pay for it or whatever. Yeah, we, you know, we're still in the process of teaching our kids about money. I told you about the moon jar, which was great. It's like the spend, save, yeah. share. You got those? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have it. So we're, we're still, you know, they're learning about that value. And mm. um, it, it's, it's an ongoing process, yeah. you know, to try to understand and learn things cost money you know <laughs> right yeah do you have enough for that yeah yeah well i guess we can't get it right now yeah maybe save up and maybe yeah. we can get that later you know and, and learning that so uh number 12 discuss the holidays and their meanings mm-hmm. um i think that's that's an interesting one um as we are approaching the holidays here mm-hmm. when we record um uh, you know it is a time of uh kind of reflection yeah. You know, you start to think about your childhood and what you did during the holidays. And there, and for many, it's great memories. Sure. You know? And I think when you get to do that and pass that on to your kids, there's there's moral lessons. There's all kinds of tradition. Sure. You know, regardless of what your traditions are. Um, I think that's important. And I actually had thought that, like, as an example, like this year, I'm stepping it up personally and doing some a little bit more with the holidays than I had in the past. Right. Yeah. Um, just and I don't know why, but it just kind of came to me. Seems like said, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I just I felt like I needed to. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife had done a lot of work every year and during the holidays, but yeah. I think it's time for me to do something. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and participate. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I think that's something for me personally. Yeah. Um. Number 13, capitalize on teachable moments. And we talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah. About not every moment has to be teachable. Sure. Because that can get exhausting. Yeah. When everything's annoying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another teachable moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another lesson. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And your kids don't want to hear that all the time. Too. Right. But you do want to capitalize on those big ones where there are moments of teaching and you have an opportunity to do that. So that's an important one. That's where you get to build character. Uh, number 14, assign home responsibilities to all family members. We have gone over that list in the past about age appropriate tasks. Yeah. Um, I don't like to call them chores. Okay. Uh, and the reason being is like, I don't know. I, I think of chores as a negative thing. Maybe it sounds like it's. I just thought of it as a negative thing versus like we all just help out. And right. these are some things that I do to help the family. And these are things you do to help the a chore. Like I don't like doing chores. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's an assigned, yeah. I don't know. It feels like a prison sentence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, the word chore in and of itself, it's negative. Kind of, it does have a kind of a negative. It's negative. And so I think it's just, Hey, these are the responsibilities you have, uh, as a family member, you know, based on your age, <laughs> your assignment today. Right. Um, and, and we're, you know, we're now, my kids are now at the age where we can start doing that, where it's like, Hey, you can help take out the trash. You can help, you know, you're setting the table and doing dishes or doing whatever. Um, and they're taking to it well for the most part Mm -hmm. because we're talking about it as a family, you know, and they also see us doing it, you know, you, you can't do it. You can't ask them to do it if and you're not doing you, it yourself. You do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And so in the beginning, of course, part of it is you have to help them do it. Right. You know, which is always sometimes. So task, would that be a better word? Responsibilities. Responsibility. I think the word responsibility you is. You owe it to society <laughs> to take out the garbage. <laughs> you owe it to me. Yeah, exactly. And my back. Yeah. <laughs> you must do it. Help out that. Come on. Uh, Fifteen. Set clear expectations for your children and hold them accountable for their actions. Mm. 
you got to be careful too. Uh, we've talked about expectations in the past. So right. although you do want to be clear on them, you want to also not be overbearing with expectations. Right. That can be dangerous. Sure. So you, I don't think it's inappropriate to have expectations on your children for certain things, but you do want to be mindful of how much you are putting on them at what age. Um, that's, you know, that's come up. We've had episode, we've had an episode just about expectations. Right. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's, you know, that's something to, to, to keep a uh, mindful of mm-hmm. 16, keep your children busy in positive activities. So whether that be sports, martial arts, music, piano, whatever, arts Running and crafts <laughs> doing. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah. I mean, even just, Playing and play <laughs> is, is, a, is a positive activity. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, one of the other statistics or one of the other things was, you know, um, experimentation with substances typically happens between three and six p.m. Oh, right. Yeah. Because uh, there's no parents. So yes. the parents are working or whatever. No activity they can go to. Whatever. No activity. There's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So they'll find something to do, whether it's positive or negative. So at the same time, I think we have to add is you don't want to have them be too busy. Right. Although playing is busy, sure, you don't want to be, you know, every single day is a requirement to do multiple things per day. Like you're in karate, piano, you know, 15 yeah. different activities because you can overwhelm a child too. Sure. Um, unless they're having fun in every single one of them, which maybe, maybe not. Yeah. They still could get burnt out even off the exhaustion of right. it. Yeah. Right. So you got to give them a little bit of downtime yeah. and yourself. Don't drive them everywhere. <laughs> right. Uh, learn number 17, learn to say no and mean it. Yep. That is going to help build character. Um, yeah, you just have to set those boundaries. No, 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 no. Ask your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't uh, do that. <laughs> yeah, you have to back it up. Yeah. You know, when you say no, you mean no, and it's no. Yep. It's not maybe, not sometimes, not, oh, this time only. Yeah. It's no. Right. Uh, they'll they'll get it eventually. Right. Yeah. 420 <laughs> second time. Yeah, right. Uh. Do I sound sarcastic? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's, just, I it's late. It's late. 133rd is a charm. Yeah. They'll eventually get it. <laughs> uh, like the dessert thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't have a fifth cookie. Is it Friday? Right. Um, <laughs> in number 18, know where your children are, what they're doing, and with whom. <laughs> That's a... Good luck of, with that one uh, when they're teenagers. I know. That's but one you, of those things you're going to have to trust. That trust has become part of it. We should probably do an episode on just teenage trust. We should. <laughs> I'm going to have to find someone who knows. Yeah, that. we need some experts <laughs> on that. Um, you do want to know where your children are. You know what, though? This is established early hmm. where, like this happened with, uh, with my parents. My parents actually didn't police us too much about where we were going or with whom. Yeah. As long as they knew what it was. Yeah. And at the same time, I didn't have a curfew. Right. As long yeah. as they knew where I was. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I had the same upbringing. Like, that was kind of, they just trusted that I'd be around the right types of people. And for whatever reason, like, normally I'd say I'm at my friend's Now, house. I think they prepped that with years of yeah. positive relationship right. between them. Because not every kid was, I think, prepared for that. Yeah. But... All three of us, my sisters as well, had that same sort of freedom, if you will, yeah. because everybody else had to be back by a certain time. We were anyways, but I didn't really have the curfew. But as at the same time, I was res- I was respected what my parents had 
sad. Yeah, you don't want and them so to they worry. say, well, where are you? I need to, you know, I need the contact information of where you're going to be and with who or whatever. But they didn't judge it either, mm-hmm. you know. And so I didn't have a reason to lie. Right. You it's know, like, it, okay, right. Just want to know where you are. Right. I mean, now I think about that as a parent. Yeah. And like, wow, I'm going to worry. Oh, sure. You know? Sure. Especially it's gonna when they be, first go there for a sleepover. Oh, that's going to be tough. You know? They, well, they are doing that, but, but yeah, when they're on I mean? their own. Yeah, on they their have own. They have a car. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Or they have a friend has a car. <laughs> Wait till we have a podcast on that. <laughs> Keep my life uh, on the air. It's going to be difficult. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's going to awesome. be an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. Um, number 19, refuse to cover for your children or make excuses for their inappropriate behavior. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I think a lot of parents get defensive and try to defend their kids because they feel it's a reflection on them. Well, and remember then, Dr. G? Yeah, that's right. And bullying? Yep. We do not want to believe that our child oh, right. could be a bully. Right. No way. Exactly. And so we will stick up for them. We'll cover for them. We'll do whatever because they yeah. are not a bully. Right. You know, um, <laughs> there was a funny uh, thing. I forget what it was. Um, you know, the, like for a sibling, you know, that this is this is a little bit gruesome. But you know, <laughs> there was, it was the idea like, you know, if if your sibling um, was involved in a stabbing or something like, no, no, no. The person walked into the knife. You know, it was like <laughs> you're covering for yeah. them because they're your, they're your sibling. Yeah. There's yeah. some story about that. Yeah. You know? or like, I remember my mom saying, it's like, no, 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 no. I didn't stab him. He walked into the knife you know, or, or whatever. Several times. Yeah. In the back of the head. I mean, it was a joke, but yeah, you know, it was yeah. pretty disgusting, but it was still <laughs> that idea that you're going to stick up for whether it's your sibling or, although it is kind of cool when our, my kids stick up for each other. Yeah. I, I like it when they come to their defense someone's being you know in, in a righteous manner I, i've actually witnessed this firsthand where my kids have covered for each other and i just let it go <laughs> totally uh, let okay it go. yeah yeah right. yeah no where they said no he no everything's fine but you know or whatever yeah and i was like that's actually pretty cool <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you, like, you, you want that relationship you do they yeah. trust each other you don't want to stifle that and throw one under the bus as a result of the other. Right. Now I've heard the opposite where it's like, you know, they'll tell on the other one. Yeah. Right. You know, right. so, and you can't, you know, you can't get that in trouble either, but um, <laughs> yeah, there's no value in telling me who did what. Cause right. it just doesn't matter. You're both yeah. at some point, as my mom would always say, you both are going to do something. So you're both in trouble. <laughs> you know, <laughs> didn't matter which kid did it. Yeah. Right. At one time you're going to do it. Yeah. You're so, both involved somehow. Right. You're in the conference. All three of us would get in trouble. <laughs> um, and then number 20, know what television shows, videos, movies, I would even add games yep. to that your children are watching or playing. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the games thing is one of those things that you f- almost forget. Because well, this was in 1999, so they didn't Yeah, so the Xbox wasn't a big thing then. The right. games were just real simple. They weren't as uh, complicated as they are now. Or as violent. Yeah, as violent, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's an important thing of knowing kind of just what media, mm-hmm. I guess is the better way of saying it, of, of what they're involved with and, and doing. Um, but that's a tough one too, you know, of, of policing that at, until what age, cause yeah. you want to give them the freedom and have the maturity to make that decision of what's okay. But at the same time, when they're younger, you, they may not have good judgment. Yeah. You know? I know I was exposed to at, at least curse word type rated R type movies early on because they, my grandparents had like HBO right. and, and Cinemax and I, I just stay up. 
Right. You know, and I'd watch some crazy stuff. And I just understood that that's not how you behave normally. It's just a movie, and I get it. And my household doesn't like that, so therefore it's just fictional. And right. So I had enough common sense. But but if, I wondered, know, somebody had to teach you that. I don't know. No. I think I just kind of understood that part of it. Like, it, it, because my grandparents gave me that freedom, that I just didn't really have to worry about it. But, you know, that's, that was me. Right. Yeah, I was a different type of kid. So <laughs> I, I was strange. I was a strange <laughs> boy. No, but that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I had exposure to things that maybe other kids were not exposed to. Yeah. But didn't affect me in a negative way. Right. That's you know? a, yeah. Like you just kind of understood that that's what that was. It was, was. almost like um, allowing to be mature. Yeah. And it being actually, you know, saying, well, this is really not a big deal. Yeah. You know, and that could be going to an adult show in Las Vegas. I remember as a kid, yeah. you know, we would go to these adult shows and it was like, Hey, this is what the adults do. You're going to come along. There's going to see things, you know, and it was just made okay. Like it yeah. wasn't, a lot of things just weren't as big of a deal. Yeah. And so I didn't make it a big deal. Yeah. I would watch like stand up comedy with, you know, Richard Pryor or, you know, what yeah. people were just swearing a lot and saying all these words. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I'm not going to use that in front of them. It's interesting. Cause now I think about it as like, I'm probably way more protective of what my kids see than yeah. my parents were. Yeah. You know, just based on being conservative about it. Sure. Sure. I don't yeah. know whether that's good or bad. Well, yeah. And they're still at that kind of young, really very young young. age. So yeah. it's like if you when they hit 10 or 11, it might be a different story, but right. who knows? But you just bottom line is you want to know what they're watching. Sure. I don't want to go too far in a tangent. No, no. I think it's important though. Yeah. What they're watching, what they're playing, etc. Mm-hmm. And then the last uh, was number 21. Remember that you are the adult. Mm. However, I'm going to, comment on that one you are the adult so you know this whole thing is about leading by example sure but you know being the adult is one thing but you also have to be respectful of your child yeah that they don't want to always or need to always be treated as a child or a subordinate, in a, in the, a subordinate or yeah. low, you know it's lower than you and especially when you're talking about things is when you, I mean, you're not an equal per se, right? But you are often treating them. Uh, maybe it should say, you know, you're the adult, but treating them with respect. Yeah, like don't you pull know? the adult card just because right. because I, I said so. Right. Yeah, it, I, right. I can't stand that. Although, once in a while, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you got a strong arm. I, th- I know what's good you know, for you. Set them up with a jab. You know, make sure they, <laughs> they understand their place. Trust me, kid. I know what's good for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I've been there, kid. Trust me. Right. Well, sometimes you do. Yeah. You know, or I, I have said this where I said, you know what? You're not appreciate. You're not going to probably appreciate this now, mm. but you will when you're older. Can you say, um, this is kind of an odd question, but can you say, Hey, look, just trust me on this one. You know, do you, you trust, you, you trust daddy? Well, you know, I've All said right. that before. Then just don't do that. You anymore. have to make sure you deliver on it. Yeah. You know, where, um, I've like, I, I think I had told the story where my daughter, um, was concerned that I wasn't going to be somewhere at a certain time. Oh, okay. And it was building that trust. And I said, do you trust me? Yeah. You know, I said, I, I'm your dad. I'm not going to ever let you, you know, intentionally yeah. <laughs> leave you somewhere. Right. <laughs> I will be there at 1230. Yeah. And I was there at 1230 mm-hmm. and made sure that she was aware. Like, hey, I told you I'm going to be there. That's, you know, call it consistency, character, whatever you want to sure, call it. Sure. Um, I want to make sure that my kids know that's a big one. And because I think I had talked about things that have happened with in our, my, my spouse or my wife's life and things like that of just that consistency of knowing that my kids know that they can count on me no matter what. Right. 
that is a really, really big one for me. Mm-hmm. You know, just that security. We yeah. call it whatever you will. Right, uh, right. Just of knowing that. And so being the adult, they know they can trust me and they know that I'm consistent and they know that I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's just a big one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I felt that as a kid and that security was really comforting. Mm-hmm. And so I know that, you know, versus I know other people who ha- didn't feel that way. Right. And it, and it affects you, mm-hmm. you know, it affects you into your adulthood. So, yeah. Um, so that, that's the list from parents, kids and character 21 strategies to help your children develop good character, which we will link it. There are some other resources I will post, uh, as well. There's another one I found hundred activities to build character. So so we just had 21. Yeah. We can't read them This was a hundred. Um, it was from moments, (laughs) moments a day.com. And so I'll put that on the website. Um, and then also imom.com. Hi, mom. <laughs> um, it's a graphic, the ABCs of good character. Okay. And so it goes through the whole alphabet and talks about each letter and things that are uh, relevant to good character. Sponsored by the letter C. Absolutely. <laughs> well, no, it's like E is empathetic, F is forgiving. Yeah, I mean, it has a little description for each one. It's actually a pretty cool little graphic. Um, so I'll put that on there as cool. well. So, you know, bottom line character yeah you know you as a father we want to lead by example we need to lead by example if you want to teach your kids to have good character you've got to do that yourself yeah and then also some tips obviously in order to do that yeah so any final words no that was really great really extensive and good knowledge drop any feedback you can email us podcast at dudes to dads.com twitter at dudes to dads be sure to follow us yeah and go to iTunes and or Stitcher. That's right. And uh, whatever your uh, pod catcher of choice is, but iTunes and Stitcher particularly because that's where we are. <laughs> Use those and give us some ratings, five stars preferably, and leave some comments if you like. If not, just say thanks. Yeah, by the very way. Awesome. So with that, uh, Alan, have another great week. You do the same. And we will see you. See ya. See ya.